Hey, Manifester. I'm Jacqueline Johnston, the creator of Manifest It and the author of the best-selling books, Don't Feel Stuck. Do you want to know how to manifest, manifest faster? Join us because we're about to tell you just how we like to do it. Tina, thanks so much for coming on this podcast. How are you doing? You're so welcome. I'm excited. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm actually doing much better than I was a couple of months ago. I know that things are really crazy in the world right now, but I feel adjusted to the changes that are happening and I feel better mentally. I'm glad. I'm so happy to hear that. I can relate to what you're going to because we're both empaths and we're both spiritual beings and the spiritual work that we do, we pick up on the energy of what other people are doing and are going through what they're thinking. And when this whole pandemic started, I was an emotional roller coaster. It was Mm -hmm. like, I was up, I was down, I was up, I was down. And, you know, one day I even cried and I was just like, what the hell is going on? I cried like maybe two or three times a few months ago. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, just kind of came all of a sudden. There were signs that stuff was going on, but I don't think we imagined it to be like it is or how it turned out to be. I guess that was the initial thought. But like you were saying, we're in it now and my perspective is different. I think I kind of just got off track a little bit at first with looking at what was and what is, you know what I mean? And the news and the doom and the gloom and the negative stuff. So after I got away from that and got back on track, focused on more co-creating what I want, then I'm cool now. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's good. I agree with you. I try not to watch too much TV of the news. You know, I want to stay in the know, obviously. I don't want to not know what's going on, but I just limit my time being exposed to the media since the media isn't always 100% correct. Right. I don't even agree with everything they're talking about. It's like, you know, I don't even know what to believe. I know the COVID-19 is real. I do know that. But it's like all these numbers they're coming up with. I don't even know if I believe those numbers. And then I had saw some people were Googling the numbers and they were all different. It wasn't accurate. I follow what the scientists say more Mm -hmm. so than what the government says. I know the government has an agenda, so I just try my best to only look at actual facts from it. I live in Texas, and it is true. There's a lot of people even around me in my community that have the virus. This virus is new, and we've never gone through it as a humanity before. So I just try to be cautious in everything new. But at the same time, I don't overload myself with the news. The news, absolutely. I do recommend that to people, to our listeners, to not become inundated with the news and with social media when it comes to that subject of COVID-19. So for me, I don't watch the news. I mean, it's kind of like, 
I just happen to see it. You know, if I go to the kitchen and one of my family members had the news on one day and they were like really down in the dumps and I'm just like, wow, whoa, that's just, that's a low vibration. It's like, wasn't expecting that. (laughs) But anyway, it's like, like you're saying, having the awareness of what's going on. Me personally, I don't watch the news at all. If I need to know something, like Google will tell me, like I'll look at Google just to get an idea where they're at and what they're talking about and just to be have that awareness of what's going on, but not to like give it any energy or focus on it for too long. Yeah, because we're both business owners. You're the CEO of Awakening with Katina Love and you have a YouTube channel um, and you're business coach and life purpose coach. I know that even when I Google something, I want to look at three or four different things that come up in the search results because search engine optimization plays a big part in how the results are yielded. And I'm not saying that you can't trust Google. I love Google. I love it so much. I really do. I'm just saying be aware, but don't buy into exactly what one source is saying. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't. I don't trust any of it a hundred percent. Right. Any of what there's anybody saying. Any, you know, especially if they are not spiritually enlightened. Yeah. Like who? Who are these people we're listening to? What's, exactly. What, yeah. What are they doing? Like, what's their agenda? What's their focus? You know, what's their motive? Yeah. There's a quote by people who follow me. They know I love Bruce Springsteen. There is a quote where he says, "Blind faith in your leaders it can." get you killed. And I think that also goes for your mental health because right. you, know, you can kill yourself mentally and emotionally to the worry. point. Yeah, worry. Yeah, worry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with all of the stuff going on in the U.S. right now with Black Lives Matter and all the looting that's going on. And even right now this week, as we're recording this, the statues are coming down and you know, all these things are going on. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because you don't want to see people hurting. But at the same time, I feel like we need to have these uncomfortable discussions because mm-hmm. you can't grow if right. you're not uncomfortable. I and agree I know, with that. Yeah, and I know that even saying that makes you feel uncomfortable, but really and truly, that's how you evolve and level up. And we're here, we're put on this planet for a reason. And when I was talking to you earlier today, you had said that there was a collective agreement that is going on and we're all meant to go through growth right now. Absolutely. I totally believe that. Like you were saying, there's without change, there's no growth without obstacles or I didn't even see this coming. Yeah, um, any, any of us really did. But it's just, yeah, leaning into that uncomfortable feelings so that you can decide this is how I'm going to choose to look at it. And then you not only learn something about yourself, but you learn how to respond in a more empowering way when it comes to your surroundings and what's going on. Right. And we, especially the light workers, we as spiritual leaders, we are the spiritual leaders. We are the new thought generation. Now more than ever, I think it's time for us to really hone in on our purpose and what it is we came to do on the planet. Yeah. Because we all do have a purpose. And I think now people are asking, like, what's going on? Like, what's really going on? You know the song by Marvin Gaye? What's yeah. going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that song's a great song. I love Marvin Gaye. He has great music. Yeah. And so people are, like, asking the questions now, what's going on? Why is this happening? So those questions, the universe is listening. 
Because mm-hmm. that's how I started my whole awakening journey was what else is there? Because it's like, I'm very grateful for my religious background and I'm grateful for my teachings from the Bible and everything. But I got to a point where I was 26 and I was like, there's got to be more. I just felt it. I just put that out there. I'm like, there's got to be more. What else is there? And then when I put that question out there, then things started to be revealed to me. But I couldn't receive the more because I was in this little box mm-hmm. with what I was taught through my church, through my religious upbringing. I was in that box and this is the way it is. This is the only way it is. This is what the Bible says and this and that. And so I realized that when I started to expand my mind, my consciousness expanded and stuff was just revealed to me. And that's how I started my awakening. Yeah. And like you said, when you opened yourself to allow for changes, that's when your business came about. That's how you became a life purpose business coach and how you got your YouTube channel. What is your business about? Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. What I do is I help coaches, healers, and creative entrepreneurs to discover or enhance their life purpose business. Just say, for instance, People are working in a job, at least 70% of the population, they don't particularly like the job, like the work that they're doing. I mean, the ones that do, they're very fortunate. But for the most part, people are working in a job to pay the bills. They're working because somebody told them that's the way it's supposed to be. I'll just use my family for an example. My mom was a nursing assistant and my dad worked at General Motors. He was a line worker. But because he worked in a shop, he saw that as a great job. And that was a great job during that time. The people moved from the South and they came up North because of General Motors and because mm-hmm. of Ford and because of Chrysler. And oh, if you get a job there, you are doing very well. And they considered that like back in the 70s and the 80s. If you got a job at General Motors, that's a good job. You should get a job there too when you get out of high school. And so that went down the line. And like, even with my nieces and nephews that live out in Texas, and I'm glad that it works for them, but it's like they work there because, so it's like their parents, their grandparents on both sides worked at General Motors, at least my dad and then their other grandma and granddad, they worked in General Motors. That kind of like went through, getting passed down through the generation a little bit. I'm different. I'm not a labor worker. (laughs) And I know that I go by how I feel. Something doesn't feel right. If I'm not having fun, if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing, then to me, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So for a while, I mean, I did, don't get me wrong. I, I worked a lot of different jobs, but it came to a point where, okay, I'm making good money, but does this fulfill me? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's time mm-hmm. for something different. I actually started out as a healthy lifestyle coach where first I had to go through my own awakening with the food and with the things that we put in our body, you know, on our bodies, the skincare, the type of stuff we use to clean our homes with. I had to have two surgeries by the time I was 15 and 17. And part of it was because of my mom, the chemicals that she used in the house. And she didn't open windows and she didn't know any better though, but different chemicals, it's not healthy for people. And then the type of foods that we cook, she used um, lard a lot, like Crisco. Oh. I don't know if, if you're old enough to remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm 37 and one of my grandmothers would use Crisco. Yeah. To me, that's lard. It's like not healthy. Like my mother used it to cook a lot of stuff in it. And I mean, even now today, she cooks like all these sweets and pours all this sugar in her stuff mm-hmm. and her cakes and her pies. I'm like, my God, you know, that's not good for you. <laughs> Some of my relatives, by the time they're in their 30s, they had false teeth. 
and I just couldn't figure it out. But now I know why. (laughs) So you knew when you started, were you like a health coach or were you? I was a health coach. So what I would do is I would educate people about, you know, reading labels, like raising the awareness of the stuff that's in our food products. Then I would coach people like to lose weight or improve their colon health or to sleep better at night, whatever that was. And I would do these pantry refrigerator makeovers where I would go to their home and I would teach them all this stuff, right? And then I would take them to the grocery store and teach them how to shop for health. And then from there, I wrote my healthy lifestyle book, Awaken to Natural Health. So I just said all that to get to where I am now. But as I was promoting the healthy lifestyle coaching and, and then I wrote my book and Spirit guided me to create Awakening with Katina Love, my channel on YouTube. I'm just here to tell you that sometimes spirit will lead us. We'll start out doing one thing and then we'll end up doing something else. Oh, yeah, totally. You know I, I mean? Yeah, I always tell my clients and my book readers, it's either exactly what you want manifest or something much better. Better. Yeah. Yes. And how long have you had your business? So this started back in 2012 when I started my, really it started in 2004 when I did the healthy lifestyle coaching because I was living in California at the time and there are people are like really health conscious. I live in Michigan right now and it's literally like night and day. (laughs) (laughs) What I wanted to say is that on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, I would have people come on or people contact me and say they wanted to come on, but they were like afraid of speaking publicly or afraid to just share what it was that they did, especially the new age. Still, people were kind of like hiding a little bit, like, should I say this? Or or I'm afraid to talk about this, or I'm afraid to share my story. The biggest thing I found was that people are afraid of what other people think. And that was my biggest problem. Yeah, that was my biggest problem people going to think about me and I think I'm crazy or who's this new age lady I've gotten to the point now where Jacqueline I just don't care yeah I just don't care what people think they're gonna love me or not (laughs) and I don't care would you say that was the scariest belief you had when you started running your business I overcame it by looking at other people seeing other coaches that did similarly what I do how they would come out and say like different things and so I it made it made me feel more comfortable and then especially when I saw Esther Hicks go on the Oprah show well actually she was on Oprah's radio show and I was like well if she can come on the Oprah show on, on Oprah's radio show and talk about this law of attraction and this we create our own reality type of stuff and I can talk about it too and so that made me feel more comfortable because you were looking to people who were more established in their businesses or their careers and they were encouraging you to speak up and express yourself absolutely yeah and so that gave me the strength and the energy and the drive to help other people who are tiptoeing around because i was tiptoeing around you see Mm -hmm. what i mean so that's how i became a life purpose business coach because it's like we all came here with a purpose and a plan. And my purpose may not be the same as my best friend's purpose or my mother's or whomever that person may be that's close to me or my group of sisters that I meet with once a month or once a week. I'm different. The problem is we as people, as a humanity, we're programmed to compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. We shouldn't do that because this is my life and I'm going to live this life the way I want to live it, not how somebody else is doing theirs or want me to do. 
even if people have the best intentions, right? Like, just because somebody in your family tells you that's the best way to success, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's your way to success. You can still be successful doing what you feel really good doing for your soul's happiness. I totally agree with that. Absolutely. How long did it take for you to overcome this scary belief of, well, what are people going to think of me? Was it something that happened over a few months? Did it take a few years? How did you overcome it with regards to looking up to you at people that you admire? I just say pace setters because I just say Oprah's my pace setter. (laughs) (laughs) You just like follow her and only her or did you follow collective people? Collective. It was collective. It was a combination of folks. Abraham Hicks, Oprah, Deepak Chopra. Those are the three main inspirations for me. And then other coaches that people have coached me as well, coaches that I've had, they've all collectively helped me. Yeah. Over time, when I started awakening, I wanted to share with everybody, you know, things aren't how how they told us. You know, we've been lied to. (laughs) I have a tribe. I have people who are at least in the vicinity of wanting to be helped, wanting to have answers, wanting to be encouraged and raise their vibration and be helped spiritually. People that want to discover their life's purpose, people who aren't afraid to step outside of the box. I've got this great job. I don't tell people to leave their job. I just say move into the direction Mm-hmm. doing what it is you came here to do on the planet because we all have a mission and a purpose and right. we have to tap inside of ourselves to discover what that is and then we can be guided you know people like me people like you people like oprah whomever there's lots of life purpose coaches business coaches i just said that to say you know it's a journey but we have to love ourselves enough to say okay you know what i'm not here to live for somebody else i'm here to live for me i'm here to discover what makes me happy There's no like time limit as how to overcome the scariest fear belief that you had in the beginning about running your business. It was over time because there's layers. It's like you get over one thing and say, okay, I'm cool with that. Then you get over another thing. It's just step. So I would say it took me months, if not years, to get over stuff. Yeah. Because you often hear people say it's a journey. It is a journey. Yeah. And it's not only a journey for your soul and your own happiness, but it's a journey for your business. I truly believe just because one person's taking a path a certain way doesn't mean that you have to take it that exact certain way. I'm all for people admiring and looking up to multiple leaders because it kind of goes back to the whole Google thing, you know, like (laughs) you don't want to just follow follow the message of one platform or one channel. You want to get a collection of ideas and then formulate your own opinion. And that is an empowering, empowering feeling to know and give yourself permission to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just like relationships, um, whether it's personal or business or professional, we don't just have one person and we just hang out with that one person for our whole life. You have to expand yourself. We have to be social. We have to learn from each other, different people, different places. We just need that experience with multiple people so that we can evolve, so that we can grow. I mean, so that we can experience to the fullest. So sometimes we make mistakes when we're on our journey with our businesses. I mean, I know I've made several. 
Um, I publicly declare my mistakes because I want people to know that just because somebody is successful in an area doesn't mean that they don't make mistakes. What was a mistake that you had that you now have overcome and, and how did you overcome it? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you asked that question. You know, I've really been observing my parents now that, you know, I can spend more time with them. But what I've learned is that, my, especially my dad, it's like he doesn't trust himself. <laughs> I found that in myself in the beginning. I didn't trust myself. So it's like I was always going back, dotting my I's and crossing my T's. I was really overthinking stuff. I'll do something. Like, I'll just be honest. My first book, my very first book I wrote, it took me, oh my God, probably two years to write it because I kept going over, is this right? Or should I say that? I was second guessing myself. So to answer your question, overthinking and trying to be a perfectionist. <laughs> I laugh because I completely understand where, where you're coming from. I'm a recovery perfectionist. That is one thing I allow myself to state to myself over and over again. I'm a recovering perfectionist. You know, it's, well, it's helping me too. You're still going to have those bad things, but you're still going to have old habits that want to creep to the surface, such as mm -hmm. being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, I just remind myself, you know what? It's okay. I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm not going to choose to focus on this like I did in the past. I'm going right. to take a U-turn and focus in a different direction now because you know what? I'm human. I make mistakes. It's okay. Let's move on. Right. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to let yourself off the hook. Yeah. And so when you think about back then when you were scared about making the mistakes, and I hate calling them mistakes really and truly, like adopted this new phrase where I call them test runs. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I started adopting that because with SpaceX and NASA creating the Dragon and then they kept doing test runs over and over again and their rocket launcher, mm -hmm. the Falcon, it didn't always land back at its launching pad. Many times they weren't able to successfully get it to go back to its launching pad. But with the practice, they were yeah. able to achieve their goals. And then a few weeks ago, they did a human being mission. And now they're out in outer space again. And so well, I cool just... that, right? Yeah. I just decided I'm going to start calling them test runs because... Yeah. Really and truly, like what you define a word is how you make it your own reality. And so people say mistakes as, mm -hmm. as a collective humanity, we say mistakes. But I really want to call it a test run. So when you think about all your test runs in the past and how you were afraid of the outcome of your test runs, what are your thoughts and feelings now when it comes to running your business? When you have a test run and maybe it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to in the present, how do you talk to yourself and how do you move on from it? One of my favorite songs is Things Are Always Working Out For Me, Abraham's song, Abraham Hicks. I just say, you know, things are always working out. It's okay. I just talk myself into a better feeling state, not to try to beat myself up because I did that enough. I'm over it. So now it's just like, it's okay. It was just an experience. You'll get it right. Just keep going. That's good. I always say, keep going, keep going. And even right now with, you know, a lot of people don't have jobs because of the pandemic. 
yeah, we're all kind of having to reflect on our own work and our own, our life really. And it's not a moment to just give up. It's a moment of keep going and you'll figure out a way. And even if it's temporary, yeah, you get a temporary job and it's not what you truly want to do. It's okay. Just do it temporarily because there's a reason for you to learn something from it that will help you when you grow in your preferred career or if you want to own a business, it'll help you to actually be able to make decisions for your business. Like everything is interconnected. It is. That's why when people are like, oh, I'm on unemployment, I don't have a job. I'm like, that's okay. This means right now you are going to figure out, even if it's temporary, you're going Mm -hmm. to figure out a way right now to pay the bills. Yeah. while you go through this experience, you're going to be learning things that you can take with you for when you go a different direction that is towards what you want for your long haul. For me, I have my manifested business, but I also work at a university with physicists. So in a sense, I have two jobs. I really like it. There isn't one set path that equals success. I totally agree. And you know what? I would say, you know, if people that are working jobs or taking a temp job that they don't really want to stay at forever, just use it as a stepping stone. Use it to fund, fund whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah, you know, I love that. step. You make the best of whatever you have to work with. Yeah. Just make the best of it. You know, there's something at every job that we like. Like there's a coworker you like, or you know, maybe you get free lunch every Friday. Find something to be grateful for and have something to look forward to. That'll make it so much more easier. Yeah, because the law of attraction builds upon whatever vibrations of energy you're putting out through your body cells and your thoughts create vibrations of energy. So be grateful in each and every moment because it creates a building block. And then the law of attraction is that the energy responds to the energy you're putting out there. Absolutely. Yeah. What are your proudest moments as a business owner? Well, for me, just see- seeing people get results. I had one client, she's still my client, but we've been working together for about two years. In the beginning, she was very timid, but she's a very sweet person. She she didn't know how to stand up for herself. She had a manager that was always making her do stuff that was outside of her job scope. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't know how to stand up to her. She didn't know even her husband and her son, she didn't know how to stand up to them either. She's kind of let people, she was somewhat of a pushover. And so now she's done a 360. And it's just made me so proud because I would give her little things that she could do, affirmations to say that will build up her confidence. It all comes down to self-worth. Am I worthy? I'm lucky I have a husband. I'm lucky I have a job. I just tell people, you don't have to just take stuff from people. You need to stand up for yourself. You need to honor who you are as a woman or as a man. Just know who you are and to stand up. You're a spiritual being having this human experience. You matter. Your life matters. You being on this planet matters. So to see her take charge of her life, of her space, of her time, of her energy, it really made me feel really good in the inside. It made me feel really proud. And it's kind of like she just did this 360 over the two years that we've been working together. But to see her turn into this different person, this this different woman, it's just really empowering. It's really a blessing. 
so her on an individual level, she's been able to grow and now she's feeling probably so much more collected and calm about life and her career in general. I see all these people in the USA right now and even across the world. People are coming together as a collective humanity, even though there's a lot of bad things that are going on right now too. I love the fact that people are starting to stand up for themselves themselves. and for others around us. Absolutely. We are human beings. We deserve love. We're all equal. I really, really love that people are saying, okay, I'm not going to put up with the BS any longer. And it might take a few months. It might take a few years. It just depends on how rooted is your belief. How attached are you to that belief? Take one step at a time. And so if you are working at a job, just say it's paying the bills. Be grateful. Be grateful that you can provide for yourself or provide for yourself and your family. But at the same time, it doesn't matter what your age is. There's people in their 80s who are going after their dreams. There's a lady that became a, a health coach at 85. There's another lady who finished college and she was in her 80s as well. And so, yeah, so it's never too late. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 80 or 90 or 100. I mean, as long as you have the energy, you know, the desire to follow your dreams. I mean, we're all here. We're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to live fulfilled lives. Do the research. If it's some type of career you want to explore or if you want to start your own business, go ahead and start doing the research. Find somebody who's already doing what it is that you want to do. So since you're a life purpose and business coach, what are some of the resources that you have for the listeners that could help them if they're new on their journey with being an entrepreneur? Well, some of the resources I have, you can check out my website and I have some things there. I have a course that is designed to help coaches, healers, and creative entrepreneurs. If you need guidance, I'm here to help you discover what it is that you came here to do on the planet because I do believe that we all do have a purpose, like I said before. And so our purpose can be mixed with our business, whether that's a business idea or if you have a current business, you want to optimize the business that you already have right now. So maybe there's some part of the business that's missing that you can probably add another service or another product to what you're already doing. So sometimes we need a mentor, we need a coach to help to guide us to move into the direction that we're supposed to be going in. I even have a mentor. I mean, we're not in this alone. Everybody needs help. Yeah, I have a mentor. Even the most successful people that you can think of, they still have somebody they use as a mentor. Everything's interconnected. It's not this or that. It's this and that. Yeah, it's always good to be open to learning. I love the quote, knowledge is power. One of my most favorite quotes, other than patience is a virtue. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So not patient, but knowledge is power. And some people say, oh, no, that's not true. I mean, you can learn everything and still not do it. In order to empower yourself, you've got to gain the knowledge. And taking those manifesting actions, as I call them, that's just another stepping stone, like you said. It's part of the stepping stones. It's part of the steps. So what is your website? My website is Katina, K-A-T-I-N-A, love, L-O-V-E, dot com. Well, that's an easy website. (laughs) Yes, it is. 
obviously we know that running businesses, it's not cheap. It can be stressful at times. We obviously are big fans of having mentors and coaches. What is your advice for people who say, okay, I really want to start this podcast channel, or I want to start this YouTube channel, or I want to start being a coach, or I want to be an artist, whatever it is. They're like, oh, but I have to spend money to do this. It's like going to school. You pay for your education. Yep. Personal development is one of the largest industries, the fastest growing industry in the world. Mm-hmm. One of them. Yeah, another one is health, natural health. It's going up and up and up. So this is where we're headed. Then there's technology, right? I would say those three are some of the top industries that are growing right now. Education, I mean, like you're saying, knowledge is power. Enlightenment is power. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs help. But the thing about it is, to me, I'm all for education and, you know, universities and going to get your degree. Yes, but there's another way. You can become an entrepreneur. There's people doing what I'm doing who are making six, seven, and even eight figures. Are you willing to invest the time and the energy? I mean, to me, it's worth it. You don't have to take four years. Yeah. I know some people who gone to college to become entrepreneurs, but it doesn't mean that's the only route that you have to go. It's your own journey. So what we were saying earlier in the podcast, don't allow what other people are doing and think to yeah, influence you. It doesn't mean that your path has to be the same as somebody else's path. You spend money in your business, but you spend money because you make money and it's okay. We're not saying that you should go into like deep debt. What we're saying is in order to level up and grow and grow your business, it's okay to spend money so that way you can gain the knowledge and gain the resources and tools that you want so you can make more money. Absolutely. Sometimes we need someone to change our perspective because we only see what we see and what we've been taught and how we've been programmed. But there's a whole new world out there. There's people out there who are doing what they love They're adding value to people's lives. They're changing lives. And why not? I mean, to me, we're supposed to receive our abundance doing what it is that we love. We all go through obstacles or, you know, test runs. It's about learning to be flexible to the changes. I really, truly feel that having a mentor helps you to stay flexible and helps you to be able to respond in a more empowering way rather than shrinking back into a fearful response. Right, doing what everybody else are doing. And I don't look at life the way that they do. What they do works for them and what I do is working for me. What I want to leave the listeners with is this. Discover what brings you joy. What makes you happy? What is your purpose? What does spirit bring you to the planet to do? Yeah, and once you figure out, okay, this is what I want to do, it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, I have to commit to this for the rest of my life. Right, no, no. Yeah, you're allowed to go it's off. It's going to lead to something else. Yeah, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not successful. Absolutely not. The thing about it is you as an individual decide what your success is. It's not what society says it is. Right. It's what you say it is. Exactly. You don't have to be a millionaire to be successful. It's not about money. It's about fulfilling your heart, fulfilling your mission and your passions. And by doing that, money comes to you more easily because still, even if you have a lot of money, I know people with a lot of money who are very unhappy. I know people who have a lot of money who are very happy. Money is not the be all end all. Right. Like you said, stepping stones, stepping stones. So keep following what feels good to you 
and the path will unfold and develop with using the law of attraction. We both like to look at it as a game. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It is a game. Explain it to the listeners because, you know, people, like you said, you're one of your biggest hangups was overthinking things. And I'm absolutely to this. Even though I master the law of attraction, I still overthink things at times. It's okay. You're human. (laughs) Explain to the listeners how you approach the game. Because we approach it pretty much in the same way. Share your knowledge about how we use law of attraction as a game. First of all, I want to say this. You can have, be, or do anything you desire as long as you believe it. And take the steps to allow it to come into fruition. There's lots of things that we want, right? We desire it. And some of the things we believe, some things that we don't, like, how, how is that going to happen? The problem is we ask the question, how is it going to happen? It's not up to us. Our job is to figure out what it is that we want. Sometimes it's not an easy task. Sometimes we have an idea of what it is that we want. We might not know exactly what it is, right? But I have a list of things that I want to manifest, right? But at first I was really attached. Like, I have to have this type of house or I want to drive this type of car, or I have to go to this place. But now I'm really light about it. I'm like, you know, this would really be cool if I could live in this place or have a house here and there and there. And you know that either that manifests or something much better. Better. Yeah. So what I do is I say what I want. I work towards that goal. I say my affirmations every day. I do my meditations. I allow myself to be open, to be inspired, to take inspired action. If it feels right to take that action step, not to make myself work a hundred hours so that I can do this thing or go take this vacation. It's not like that at all. I'll use an example. And then the other thing is you want to just, you know, say it is what it is that you want. and The universe is going to figure out how we're going to get it. That's the universe's job. Our job is to decide what we want and then let it go. When we let it go, the universe brings it to us. But there's a process. I'll give you an example. I was in Atlanta the other week, a couple weeks ago, visiting, and I went to pick up my rental car. And I had signed up for to get an economy car. And just for fun, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to play a manifesting game. <laughs> that game so, we love. Yeah. Yes. And I said, you know what? When I get there, they're going to upgrade me to an SUV. And so I get there and, you know, I give the lady my confirmation code and everything. She's like, okay, so you have an economy car. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, she was like, well, here's your keys. So I went, I took my keys. I went and looked at the car and I came back and I said, you know what? I'm just not feeling this car. So I came back, I gave her the keys back. She's like, okay, okay, well, what, what is it that you really want? I was like, you know, I really would like an SUV. And she's like, okay, let me see what we have. And then she said, oh, here you go. There's one available. You want it? I was like, sure. She gave me the keys to it. She's like, hey, go check it out. She's like, if you like it, just keep going. (laughs) So it just manifested just like that. I was just like really light about it. You know, I deserve better than a little economy car. I'm used to sitting up high. You know, I wanted something different. That's all. You get what you expect. Expect. You don't have to settle. So I wasn't going to settle. Even if you have this expectation and it doesn't happen in that moment, it doesn't mean it's a no altogether. It just means in this moment, you were meant to be in that situation because something is there for you. And even though you may look at it and go, oh, 
well, they don't have any SUVs. I have to take the economy car. You still look at it and go, oh, well, this is a nice car. And like, look right. how the seats are. And you choose to focus on being grateful for everything you have in that moment. And it doesn't mean that you're meant to always drive the economy car. When I tell my clients, your chocolate cupcake may okay. have the different ingredients and different sprinkles and different frosting than somebody else's chocolate cupcake. So you don't want to go to the nearest bakery and just pick right. any chocolate cupcake. Anything. It's okay to say, okay, right now this situation, so I'm going to choose to look at it in a positive way. way. Yeah. And, and I know that my ultimate manifestation is still happening. Of course, with rental cars, it's a little different because, you know, it's not a huge attachment to it. So right. you expected an SUV and then yeah, that's, what, that's what you got. Free upgrade. <laughs> it's fun. The whole thing was fun. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, if they made you pay extra, then you would be like, well, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> uh -huh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's the whole point of looking at it as a game. The more comfortable you get, let's say the smaller expectations, then the more comfortable you will get with larger expectations. For you, it was, I expect an SUV and I don't want to have to pay more for it. And that's what manifested for you because you look at it as a game. You have no attachment to the outcome because you're just going to feel good and have fun regardless. Yes. And, and so then you're able to use that experience and build upon larger manifestations what are some really big manifestations for whether it's your life or your business? It happened for you, but maybe in the moment before it happened, weren't really quite sure. Is this really going to happen? You know, I believe it. Yeah. Can, but is it? Give me some examples. Yeah. Like, so my course, Awaken to Your Life's Purpose. So my course is $1,500. And I remember I got my first paying client. She was kind of like back and forth at first, like, do I have the time to take the course? And yes, I want to figure out what my purpose is. And I feel like I need your help. And I know you're going to help me. And it's worth it. She's kind of going back and forth. First, she said she's going to sign up. Then she said, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's the right time. She was going back and forth. So, you know, I was like, you know what? I just let it go. If she signs up, cool. If she doesn't, I don't care. Right. So as soon as I did that, it's like the next day she called. She's like, you know what? I made my mind up. I'm ready. And she paid me cash up front. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So you have an expectation, like you're going to work with clients and this is how much you're charging your course. And this is how much it is worth. And I'm worth that. And Absolutely. that's what they're going to pay. Yeah. Like you said, I don't care. There's no attachment to no it. No attachment to it. Yeah. And that's why we say look at law of attraction as a game, because if you have an attachment to it, you're like basically saying, oh my gosh, I won't be happy. Right. And it's look like, at the fear. It's the fear is the what if. Yeah. And it's and, all part of the programming. You know, we're programmed to think and be that way. Yeah. We have to unprogram. Right. You have to deconstruct and reconstruct your mm -hmm. cognitive behaviors. And yeah, so that's why when people say, oh, I really want to learn the law of attraction, I like up front, I tell them, okay, well, depending on how rooted your beliefs are, it's not right, going to change right. for you overnight. But if you relax and allow for changes, it'll happen much quicker for you. And yeah, when you start practicing, you realize, okay, I don't really care if this works out because I know no matter what, everything's going to work out for the best for me because I trust that process. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Thanks so much for coming on here and talking about your wisdom with regards to owning a business and being a spiritual person because everything's interconnected in the world and I know it can be overwhelming at times and I love your approach to it and I appreciate you for coming on and expressing your knowledge to us because knowledge is power. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. So are you ready to manifest even faster? Go to your country's Amazon website and type in don't feel stuck. Seriously. Your soul will thank you. See you next time, Manifestors. Move with the rhythm. Shake it up, stop when the clock hits 13. Sing one, two, three, four. Cuz, cuz, cuz. No one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cuz no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cuz no one can do it. Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.